Alexander Snooker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian Moltoff Wiley. How are you doing, sir? What's going on, brother? Uh, <laughs> what's up, man? How you doing? I'm ready to set shit on fire. You're ready to set <laughs> shit on fire. Huh? Absolutely. Okay. I'm, well, I'm loving life right now. You, I, I, it's amazing what riots do for you. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that riots for you is some kind of a... Uh, I don't know if you want to call it an aphrodisiac. Maybe is right. The, is, well, the, is that the right word for no, it? No, no. And again, it, it, this is it, it's a good start. You know, it's a good it's, start. It's kind of like a fluffer, I guess. You know, it's like a fluffer, <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I think it's actually in the short term. What's going on right now is uh, pretty bad, but the outcome of it could be pretty good. Okay, well, I mean, we're going to have to get into this, so we're, we're going to get into all this stuff. Uh, the first thing I did want to say is for everybody that is listening to the show, thank you very much for listening to the show. For the members, thank you for supporting the show. It is because of you that we continue to do the show, so thank you very much. And if you would like to be a Patreon of Unattended Baggage, you can go to patreon.com slash unattendedbaggage. That's patreon.com slash unattendedbaggage and sign up for exclusive content and show swag. Yeah, because we only talk about the really cool shit in the second hour. Uh, at times, yes. yeah, yeah. We, 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 for for all you uh, you know free freebies out there, you freeloaders, we you know we just kind of give you a tease, you know. Yeah. Just, it's just the tip, really. Just the tip, just yeah. to See how it feels. the second hour folks are getting the long stroke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the long stroke. He says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I did. I did want to bring this up. Um, while we're not going to change the intro because I will forever be stained with the the change with, with the way the intro is. That I am no longer a registered Republican, that I am now a registered Libertarian again. Yeah, whatever, dude. I know you don't care. <laughs> whatever. You know you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> for, and, and I care about that as much as I care what color underpants you're wearing. Red, white, and blue, actually. Are you really? Yeah. No. Oh. America. Oh. America. Colors. I figured they were uh, tidy whities with a brown streak. Oh. <laughs> so that's what you're kind of wanting to do today, then. So you're looking at, you're looking at to, to have a very, um, um, what's the confrontational show with me today? Is that what you're talking about? Oh my God. Really? Is that what you're, is that where you're going to go after everything you did to me pre-show? <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't do oh, anything. Don't to you start. No, 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 do no, no, no. I'm not biting on the bait. <laughs> I'm not biting. I see what you're trying to do here. <laughs> Mr. Environmental therapist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just, we're not going to talk about my mother. All right. <laughs> Tell me about your mother. <laughs> All right, so let's just get right into it this week, though. So obviously, the, the coronavirus isn't nearly as bad as, as, as it's been in the past because we actually have something totally different to talk about this week right. to start the show with. Because what, Well, coronavirus is over. What you, it's, it's over now. Well, what, here's the thing. What's the one thing that can actually um, that can get rid of the coronavirus off of the main storyline? And that is the killing. That is a cop killer. Or not a cop killer. Somebody... The cop killing, killer cop, a killer cop. Right. 
So that's what can happen. So in Minneapolis this week, um, well, hold on. Did this happen this week? Yeah, it happened on Monday. The killing happened on Monday. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, George Floyd was murdered on Monday. Wow. Yeah. You know how quickly we can get, like, you know, they can go from killing. He killed the guy on Monday. He was arrested on Friday. Well, if uh, if it was uh, a civilian that did it, they would have been arrested on the spot. No, that's true, too. Yeah. You know, so, which should have happened. So so let's get into this part. So there was a Minneapolis police officer that had this guy, George. Hold on. Something else, by the way. Whenever somebody's last name is Floyd, do, in your own mind, do you put Pink as his little name, middle name every time? Um, which one's Pink? No, no, no. George Pink Floyd. Yeah. Like you'd say that every time in your own head, right? By the way, which one's Pink? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, dude. See, you're not a Pink Floyd fan. Okay. Yeah. So. No, I, but I don't. Okay, I do. I don't. So George Pink Floyd was arrested and was in handcuffs. Oh, yeah, completely, yeah, completely subdued. Yeah. Not resisting, apparently, uh, according was, to the earlier video. And it was an alleged, um, like... Uh, he passed a counterfeit 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, counterfe- which, a counterfeit 20, by the way. Which he may or may not known. Yeah, it's it's not even, um, you know, uh, it, it's petty theft yeah. at, at most, yeah. you know. I mean, there may be some... If, if he actually made the bill and passed it intentionally, then it could be counterfeiting. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure the guy w- wasn't in there making counterfeit twenty dollars. I don't know. We don't know. But, but yeah, the, the point is, it it's was irrelevant. Irrelevant. It was at worst twenty dollars of merchandise w- was stolen, and I think actually he just bought a pack of cigarettes. So. Yeah. yeah. So, which he was trying to kill himself anyway, one right. pack at a time. Yeah. Eight minutes at a time. So the police officer comes there, arrests him, then throws him on the ground, puts his hand or puts his puts his knee on the guy's neck for like seven minutes. And kills him. Almost nine minutes. Almost nine minutes. Yeah. And he was unresponsive for the last uh, uh, almost three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy, this police officer, does this. And it was on video. Well, and- there's two other cops holding him down. The The video behind the, the, uh, the police vehicle, there's two other cops holding him down for no apparent reason. I mean, the, the guy is, is non-combative and he is already handcuffed. Yes. So, and there's four cops there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, this guy is not a threat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, at worst, um, I don't know. What's he going to do? Kick you? You know, try to headbutt you? Uh, there's four of you and the guy is handcuffed. There's no need for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's definitely no need to, to put your knee on the neck. So, yeah, this, as far as I'm concerned, absolutely, this is murder. No doubt about it. And I think it's probably second degree murder, not not third degree. Yeah. They, I think he's actually now charged now with, well, hold on. Let's, we're getting a little bit cart before the horse here. Right. So this happens, it's on video and it gets, it gets out there and riots ensue. I mean, I mean, I guess, no, we, we no, you're, you're, first? you're, yeah, you're, right, you're missing a whole lot of the story. Okay. Go ahead. Keep okay. Going. Um, I think this was just the, the catalyst. I think there was a whole lot of other stuff going on and, and a whole lot of other stuff going on in a lot of different directions. Um, for example, you not only had this, uh, but you had other um, instances of police brutality uh, in the past couple of weeks. You had uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, who was uh, uh, in Louisville. Uh, she was an EMT and she was asleep in her bed at midnight, you know, and cops kick in her door and shoot her in her bed. 
Yeah. And I well, think the boyfriend it, thought there was an intruder, so he shot, and then the cop shot back. Right? Is that the way? I, it I don't know the whole story there, but uh, you know that's one of the other issues. But either way, it was murdered by the cops, though. Yeah, I don't think he actually shot. They never even found any drugs. Because yeah. it was a drug, but it was supposed to be a drug bust. Yeah, I think it was. No I think it was a wrong house type of thing, or a bad, you know, tip. Yeah, type of thing. So people were pissed off about that. They they you know murdered this woman in her bed uh, for no no reason whatsoever. And then you have the Ahmad Aubrey killing, which isn't a police uh, uh, killing, but still, you know, it's a black guy jogging through a neighborhood. Maybe he was casing house. Maybe he wasn't. Who knows? But the point is, is that he was murdered in the street. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, now, here's the thing. But hang People on a second. People were arrested for that, too. Yes. Yeah, they were. But what I'm saying is if this, if, if the uh, George Floyd incident had happened, Three months ago, there might have been there probably would have been a protest in Minneapolis, but it wouldn't be nearly as violent and it wouldn't have spread across the country. What you're seeing here is the result of people being locked in their houses for two months and the result of 42 million Americans being unemployed. At least 42 million that's which this never would have risen to this level had it not been for that. The people out on the streets who are rioting and setting fires right now, there's a lot of different motivations for why those people are out there. And it's if you look at the the crowds, um, you know, it's very mixed. You know, there's as almost as many white people out there as there are black people. So this is a, a diverse crowd. <clears throat> and if you watch last night, there were hundreds of people trying to storm the White House. Okay. Now, what does the White House have to do with a uh, 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 killing in Minneapolis? So the, what's going on right now is what I hope to be the early stages of a revolution. I actually likened it this week and a lot of other people did. Uh, to the Boston Tea Party, you know, um, what what did our founding fathers do? You know, when they saw an injustice, they went and looted and destroyed private property. That's exactly what the Boston Tea Party was. You know, here's the thing. When the government is unjust towards the people, the people don't have any real recourse. Well, you can say they vote, but we've been voting forever and it does nothing. Absolutely nothing. So voting is apparently our one civil recourse. Well, we can do peaceful protests. Well, we've been doing that forever. You know, cops are still p killing people in the streets. You know, they're still taking our rights away all the time. You know, it doesn't work. So what's the last thing that we can do? Resort to violence. Now, violence... This sort of thing, it's like a, it's like fire, literally and figuratively. <clears throat> it's indiscriminate. So what happens is, yeah, when people are out there and angry, some people are out there to loot stores, and that's going to happen. Some people are out there to get revenge on certain businesses that they don't like. That's going to happen. Certain people are out there specifically for a single issue. But I guarantee you that a lot of those people are out there because they're just angry. And they don't know why, but they know who they're angry at and they're angry at the government. 
And I think that, in general, is in the long term a good thing. Because what I see happening right now across the country is the government is afraid. The police forces are afraid. Now, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to realize that, holy shit, we pushed the people too far and we got to stop doing this. We got to chill out. We got to police ourselves. We got to hold ourselves accountable. We can't keep, you know, uh, going at the, the population with looser rules of engagement than the U.S. military does in a combat zone. You know, we have to pull back and, and start treating the people we respect or it's going to go the complete other direction. And now every cop car is going to be a tank. And every cop is going to look like a riot police cop all the time. And every cop is going to be carrying automatic weapons all the time. So one of those two, we're going to go down one of those two paths. My hope is that these protests are actually powerful enough and violent enough and destroy enough to ensure that the government backs down. Because it's already started. The genie's out of the bottle. Either the government backs down or they double down. So at this point, the only good outcome for America is for them to back down. And for them to back down, it's going to take more pressure. So, you know, I'm going to go find a, a riot to participate in. Okay, so let me see if I get this straight here. You're saying that these protests were not sparked because of the coronavirus and the response no. to the coronavirus, but you say that they were exacerbated because of that, and that situation was like the kindling. So when you had something like a police shooting, yeah. that that sparked this whole, like it just needed something to spark it. Right. And now that it's sparked it, it's sparking it all the way across the country. It was dry tinder just waiting. Yeah. That's very interesting. I don't necessarily... I. Here's the thing. I think we're going to figure out if you're wrong or right one way or another. Okay. And you may be right. You may be wrong. I don't know. I, 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 when I first started this, I didn't really agree with you. But now that you've laid out your case for it, I think that there's some possibility that you might be right. But at the same time, though, this still was sparked and started because of the killing. Oh, without question. And that is like that the is a, virus had nothing to do with that. No, 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 no. And and that is a, the key component of it. I mean, that is that is the motivating. I feel like you're trying to put it together more than it deserves to be put together. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now that you've laid out your case, I, I, I understand the point that you're making now. Like, I understand the point a little bit better. And there may be something to it. This would have happened. It, it, this wouldn't have happened the same way at all if it had been um just another you know so police you, don't think that, you don't think that target burns down without it, it without. may ha minneapolis may have been pretty much the same way it was okay think of ferguson okay mm -hmm. all right so minneapolis because of this incident incidents instance uh minneapolis may have uh, definitely would have had protests may have had riots OK, but yeah. they they wouldn't have grown to the level they grow and we wouldn't have seen it literally all across the country. And that's what we saw yeah, last night. Yeah, because literally after the guy was arrested, by the way. Yes. Yes. And see, they arrested the guy and it still kept going. That's what I'm saying. That's the part 
that is just general, yeah. I'm like pissed. Like the ball started already rolling downhill. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened is everybody said, you know what? I'm pissed. Now I've got an excuse. I'm going to go out and show the world and show the government and show the police how pissed I am. Because they protested all over the place. I mean, I don't know of one in Tampa or the Tampa Bay area. I think that's happening uh, today or uh, tomorrow. Oh, really? I'm trying to find that out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Now, hold on. Let me ask you a question, though, in all seriousness. Are yeah. you really planning on going? Yeah. There? Fuck yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not kidding at all. Oh, yeah. wow. I want to participate in this. <laughs> this Look, I'm not going to loot and I'm not going to be violent. And I'm not going to break windows and stuff like that. But you're yeah, like, you're going to be like skim milk. You're like the skim milk of protest, man. Come on. If you're going to go do it, you got to go at least throw a rock through a window. I might. I, I did make some Molotovs. I mean, They're in the do, garage. You, hold on, you, sh- <laughs> you shouldn't do any of it, by the way. Right, right, right. I, I don't want to do any. I don't believe in that part of it. However, um, I also so you see, don't support the protests. I mean, you no, kind I do. do though. I, I totally do. But you don't. But hold it, on, that means you're supporting it, the it, violence. It's kind of like, do you support lightning? Well, it doesn't matter whether I support lightning or not. Yeah, it exists and it's going to happen. And a lot of times it's necessary because when lightning strikes a dry forest, well, there's certain species of pine trees that, you know, they can't reproduce without a forest fire. You need a fire, forest fire to clear out the undergrowth and to 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 save the forest. Well, creative destruction. Exactly. And I, that's how I see this. And and I'm not the only one. That's where our founders saw it. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, the tree of liberty must be watered from time to time with the blood of, of tyrants and, uh, patriots. and patriots. And uh, he said that every 20 years we should have a revolution. And that's what it's necessary to protect our freedom because there is a balance of power between the people and the government. And for decades, that balance of of power has tipped so far in the direction of government that the people absolutely need to tip that scale back. And uh, I would like to see the scale tipped all the way back, but you know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. But what may happen from all this is the balance of power between the people and the government is realigned. And I think that's an important thing. And unfortunately, the only tool... The only tool that the people have at their disposal is rioting because nothing else works. Voting hasn't worked. Peaceful protests haven't worked. But what does work is burning shit down. And I'm sorry. It's it's unfortunate. And I feel terrible for the business owners who yeah, have lost their livelihoods bu- that are yeah. getting destroyed because of this. But you know what? The livelihoods getting destroyed in the riots are one one thousandths of the livelihoods that were restored, destroyed by the government in the past two months. Well, that's true. As you well. know, I'm, so if you're now you're including the virus in this, though, but it's all part of it. I got you. The virus was the government taking it too far. And now these protests, I feel like it's the people taking it back. I got you. Okay. You okay. And it's and they're taking back a lot of things. And one of the key things is police brutality. I got you. And the police state. Well, and let's well let's get into this. By the way, so this Minneapolis police officer actually had eighteen previous complaints against him, right? Including killing someone in two thousand six, right? In two thousand six, before this this you know before this final incident. Right. Like, and Amy Klobuchar was the state attorney at the time and failed to prosecute him. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Now, hang on a second. I don't know the circumstances. In all fairness, I did not. Well, I was not able to research the exact circumstances of that shooting. So for all I know, that shooting could have been 100% justified that this this guy was originally involved. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was involved in a police shooting where somebody ended up dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, I don't know the circumstances, but given <laughs> one thing I can say is Amy Klobuchar is not going to be Biden's VP pick anymore. Yeah. So that's just done. That's over. Well, okay. Hold on. This brings up another, and this, I wanted to say this part because it does bring up another point. So this guy has been up there in this, in this, um, uh, in this, uh, city yeah. as a police officer for a long time with 18 complaints. Right. So complaint after complaint after complaint. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they still, they still allowed this guy to go out there and act this way. Right. I don't want to say with, with immunity, but like he's still a police Almost. officer. So obviously yeah. it's when some, some immunity, he was the subject of a lawsuit and they never thought to get rid of this guy. Right. Like, where's the thought of getting rid of this guy? Here's the other thing. And again, I know you're not subscribing to the red team, blue team thing. And I'm not making this point to make that point other than to say, if you are an African-American or you are a black person in the inner cities and you think these Democrats aren't racist or aren't trying to, or are trying to save your life, remember where these things are happening at. Like this ain't happening in Alabama where you could be like, well, I mean, maybe it is happening in Alabama too, but this happened in Minnesota. This right. happened in, in this was a blue. Hold on. I know a statistic on this one. In 1984, when Reagan won the presidency, Reagan got 49 out of 50 states. Do you know the only state he didn't get was freaking Minnesota? Was it? Yeah. Like, this is a blue-ass state that's been run by Democrats for a long time. And if even these guys who try to champion themselves as not being racists are killing black guy if they if their police officers are killing black guys then no one's going to save you like there's no, like voting for them or voting for either one of these two none of them are going to save you so like they're going to kill you too they just may have social justice things about it when they do it like you're right. dead one way or the other yeah you know what i mean like and the other thing is this is that this is why you have to take all these laws off the books like there's no and again, I know at the end of the day, you're you're advocating for anarchy on this part, but I'm saying that no matter what, you got to get rid of all of the victimless crime laws. Yeah. You how do you get do rid it? Of all of them. How do you do it? You vote harder? No, 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 no. I'm not telling you to vote harder. I'm not even disagreeing with you that, that I'm saying that in your list of demands, maybe this should be on the list of demands that you get rid of all these stupid laws. See, I don't think the demands really matter. It, what, what needs to happen is rank and file cops need to be thinking in their head that if I push it too far, an angry mob is going to come to my house. Yeah. You know, that's what they cops need to be as afraid of the people as the people are afraid of cops. Mm -hmm. The balance of power needs to be readjusted and it doesn't matter. Oh, well, we're going to create a citizen's advisory board to review these. No, fuck that. What needs to happen is every cop needs to know in their mind that there are real consequences to their actions, that even if the, the, the police unions and the district attorney and all of them line up behind them, the people are going to come and, and string you up. Yeah, that's what cops need to understand. And what will happen then is that police will start 
treating people with respect again. Yeah. You know, and that and that's it needs to happen because if it doesn't, we're going to go down this path where, uh, man, I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be a police state. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, much worse than it already is. And again, if these and here's the thing, if these riots don't actually go far enough, that's what's going to happen. These riots could take us closer and quicker to the police state, to to the totalitarian police state. Yeah. If it doesn't go far enough. That's why I say we need at this point more violence. Yeah. We need to burn more shit down. Because we need to show them that we are more powerful than they are, or at least as powerful as they are. Yeah, but you but you admit yourself, though, that you're not going to go burn anything down. I, I'm saying, for the record, <laughs> for the record, but I will not al- burn anything down. But also, but, but as your normal state of nature, right. that you are a person that would advocate for something that's nonviolent. I, I am totally time. nonviolent and I totally believe in property rights. So this is absolutely, a, so th- but this, yeah. so this is a weird, you're in a, you're in a very weird position right now. Yeah. Like Let me, your feelings, the way you feel right now is running counter to everything that you believe. I'm not going to set the forest on fire. But I will stand by the sidelines and hope the lightning strikes. Well, you'll you'll stock up on marshmallows and exactly on the smoldering embers. Exactly, and it looks just like, like the intro. It, it, How prophetic was the intro, by the way? Well, when I wrote that, this is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this is what I had in mind. And when I said um, a month and a half ago that we would have riots in a couple of weeks, I was just early. The one thing that I, because I knew people were going to get angry. The one thing that I was, I didn't anticipate is that we would need some other catalyst, you know? And so that's really what people were just waiting around for the catalyst and it's here. I mean, I think you have to see more. I think that's the one part that I just have some disagreement with you on is that I don't know for sure if this was made worse because of oh, the dude, coronavirus 100% or if it was made worse just because of the incident after incident after incident that's been going on in the past couple of weeks and that everybody's home to see it all. It's always going on. I like mean, that aspect, your Facebook like, feed, how how often is your Facebook feed full of videos like this? Oh, no, all the time. All the time. It yeah. happens all the time. So the fact that this is happening now, there has to be some other reason for it. And the fact that it, did you watch? I mean, I was up till till one o'clock in the morning watching, you know, the CNN and and MSNBC and Fox News, which is funny, by the way. Um, If you watch the CNN is probably the most, you know, middle ground of them all. Um, You know, Fox News is full on like these. Oh, look at these thugs. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, and uh, MSNBC is like. It's, it's only black people. This is only black people as they're showing, you know, a, a crowd of, of, you know, thousands of people that's completely mixed. You know, white people shouldn't be saying anything about this because it's all about black people, you know, and it, it's just funny how each of them have their own agenda. But CNN, I think, was actually the, the most unbiased. And yet their studios got destroyed. Well, hold on. In Atlanta. So hold on. Here's a second, though. So also MSNBC is the, the Ali Veshi guy. I don't know if you heard, heard the scene this part. OK, so. Ali Veshi, who's one of the hosts on, on MSNBC, was out doing a spot about the protests in front of a burning building. Oh, building no, this was a CNN guy. Oh, no, no. Okay, no, this, this is MSNBC. Right, go ahead. Yeah. 
And he says, he basically was like, well, you know, it's pretty much just people protesting out here. There's no violence that's really going on. As he's standing in front <laughs> of a burning freaking building. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> so hold on. So MSC reporter just now, I want to be clear on how I characterize this. This is mostly a protest. It is not generally speaking unruly. Literally behind him is a burning building. Right. Like it is the, that is the, one of the funniest things. Oh yeah. That's, and that's what MSNBC is doing. They're, they're trying to, (laughs) they're, they're trying to cover up the violence almost, but I mean, they're not, they're showing it, but they're trying, they're completely downplaying it. It's like, well, because, well, here's the thing though. The point you're making would be what they were trying to hide then. Yes. Because they don't want that point to be made either. Well, and they like the police thing. Fox News is going the opposite way and saying, you know, oh, look at all these thugs are just destroying things. And, you know, uh, these poor businesses that are being hurt, but they're ignoring all the underlying factors. Yes. So. So, yes, they each have their own spin on it. And I find it very, very humorous to see that. Um, But, you know, yeah, really, the bottom line is, is. Folks, for those of you who are angry at the protest, I've seen a lot of people say, look, I understand people burning down the police station, but why are you going to burn down the Arby's? Why are you going to burn down the Target? Why are you going to burn down the mom and pop shop? And I agree with that wholeheartedly. But keep in mind that for every business that the protesters burn down, the government, you know, put 10,000 businesses they destroyed 10,000 businesses. So if you're going to be angry at someone destroying businesses, be angry at the government. At least those protesters are out there doing something that might change the government. You're just bitching about things, mm-hmm. you know? So, and again, it's like I said, it's, it's completely, it's raw. It's violent. It's completely, you know, chaotic. It has no mind of its own. People are using it for their own agendas. Some people are using it to get a new TV or a new pair of sneakers. That's going to happen. You know, people are capitalizing on it, but that all happens and it's all necessary. It's all a part of change. And I don't understand how all these quote unquote patriots, um, you know, who love the Constitution can sit there and watch the Constitution get decimated and yet get uptight when, you know, there's people fighting to you know, at least fix some of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, the, the selective outrage is definitely a problem. I'm right. not going to say that at all. It's definitely a problem. Now, here's the other thing, though, is that is this a racially motivated event or was this a asshole cop event or was there even something else along the lines of the problem? Because there is something else that's another I want to call it a twist in this story is that these two guys actually also worked at the same club. In Minneapolis as security guards. I think that's more or less coincidental. You think that's totally I, I, coincidental? I don't think they work the same time or anything like that. I, it seems like they did. But it okay. also, it, here's the thing. It seems like they did, but they don't know if they knew each other either, though. They did work overlapping shifts. They were working in different areas in the club. So, But it just seems like if you're both working in the same place, you'd know each other at least. You may or may not. I, here's the thing. I, if, if you know how clubs hire bouncers... I mean, they just do it all the time. Both of my kids on occasion work at bouncers at clubs, you know, for a weekend or something yeah. like that. So it's it's a pretty common thing. You know, if you're a big guy, 
chances are, or you're a cop, chances are you're going to, you know, get gigs working at a, at a nightclub for, yeah. be a bouncer for a night or a weekend or a special event or something like that. It happens all the time. Yeah. So the fact that they both ended up working at the same club, even if they worked the same nights, doesn't necessarily mean they knew each other. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- I will say But this- they might. Who knows? Maybe there's a grudge there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Like, it It seemed... It's, it, this That could be the case. Now, here's the thing, though. If it comes out that that's the case, then this goes from third degree to first degree. Oh, without question. It, it better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if that is the case. But the, the nightclub owner, basically, I, you know, she couldn't confirm any of that. But uh, she did say that this uh, the cop, Chauvin? Yeah. Is that Chauvin how you pronounce Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce his name. Um, but uh, the cop. Well, you call him somebody's bitch now. What do you mean? Well, I mean, he's in jail. He's going to be being somebody's bitch. Oh, that, this guy's dead. He's he. If he's in jail, he's dead. If he's out of jail, he's dead. This guy needs to leave the country if he wants to survive. Yeah. You know, and right now he can't because he's <laughs> yeah. in jail. Well, he's out on bail, I think. Is he out on bail? Really? Well, they all, they issued him 50000 or $500,000 uh, bond, so he'd be out on $50,000 bail. Uh, I, I don't know if he's out or not, but, you know, he, he could be. Okay. But either way, I mean, he's a dead man unless he's now. You know, do, he's not the only cop that's going to get charged in this either, though. So far, he is. So far, he I, is I the know, only cop. But he's. Not I don't know if be the the, the two others that were holding the guy down. They're or, say he's under. They say the other ones are under investigation. They should be. I, they well, should yeah. have stopped this guy. Oh yeah. You know, I, I I don't know if the other one should be charged actually with murder, um, but accessory you know, something. You yeah. know, now, it's it's uh, well, and because the police fired all of them. You, well, yeah, like four of them. Absolutely. They, they should have been fired. No doubt. Yeah. Just the fact that nobody stood up and, and stopped that from happening. Nobody protected life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then then that should have happened. And in fact, uh, the the one cop, from what I understand, checked the guy's pulse um, like three minutes before the uh, Chauvin finally stopped kneeling on him. Yeah. You know, so and found no pulse. Yeah, so <laughs> couldn't find a pulse on him, but I'm going to keep kneeling on this guy. Okay, he's not breathing, and there's no pulse. I, this is a and this is a like this is a problem. Right. And let me equate it to something else locally. Is that if you look at the Pasco County Sheriff's officer vehicles, the sheriff's vehicles, it says on there they have a little tagline on there, and it says "We fight as one." Right. And whenever I see that, I actually. I'm very offended by this yeah. because my first question is, well, who are you fighting as one? Like, who are you fighting as one? Because right. That implies an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, so we're going to, you're going to fight the bad guys. Well, how do you know who the bad guys are until somebody is judged, whether they're guilty or innocent, you're only there to arrest people on suspicion of things. And you're there. To, you're not there to fight. Yeah. yeah. You know, like why? Like, but that, that mentality is pervasive Amongst law enforcement, law enforcement across the country. Yeah. You know what? It, it's like cops are wannabe soldiers and it's like they're playing soldier. Yet they don't even have the, the same level of honor or the same code as soldiers, not even remotely. And they're fighting against their own people. Yeah. I, I, it, it really, that's how it's become. You know? Well, I think that we're, this is one of the, oh gosh, I can't believe I'm going to go down this road with it. This is one of the unintended consequences of the war on terror and the way that we've gone about doing this. And the war on drugs. And the war on drugs. Yeah. Is that what you've done is you've militarized the police across the country and they have 
they treat the populations that they're under as not human, and whether it be black or white. And because of I don't know about not human, but at least as the enemy, definitely as an us versus them. Okay, yeah, they have an us versus them mentality. Yeah, that is what that blue, black and white flag is all about. Yeah. 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 Which I never understood. Like, you'll see a Gadsden flag next to one of those flags. And I'm just like, you realize that. Right. You realize that in order for the the, don't tread on me, the people they are going to be treading is the other flag. Right. Like, are you putting them up as a comparison? Because you know this. Right. You know what I mean? Because unless there's a battle line drawn in between them, it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Unless you're reenacting some uh, <laughs> right. like Civil War-esque reenactment yeah. of, uh, of, yeah. of some kind of a police situation. Like if they had a, a war map and the icons were like Gadsden flags and thin blue line flags. <laughs> you know, that's literally how you would set it up on it because those are the two opposing sides. <laughs> they will be. Right. Like they, they are. Will. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's the thing that people need to understand. If if you truly count yourself as one of those Gadsden flag waving types, then the folks out there protesting are on your side. Now, they may not agree with you perfectly, but when you break it down, those people aren't taking away your rights. The people that they're fighting are taking away your rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not beating you as badly as they're beating the, the black people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Those guys are getting beat up a little more, you know? Now. Right. It's not always going to be And that it's way. just like middle class white people to depend on blacks to do all the work for them. <laughs> you know? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a like I. You know, when I saw the killing, I put it up. Like, I remember when I saw the killing, like, right away, and I put it up instantly. I'm like, are you guys, like, can you please stop killing black people? Like, you're only making it worse for yourself at the end of the day. Right. I didn't realize how much worse that I was making. They were making it for themselves, but they were, they're only making it worse for themselves. And you're only going to be like, like, this is only going to go badly. And you need to understand they're going to blame you for it. Right. It does, and here's the thing. If you're not going to stop killing black people, deservedly so. Look, and, and again, this is only the surface layer. What's beneath it is all the anger about the shutdown and the unemployment. Yeah. Like when I was at the beach a couple of weekends ago, mm-hmm. okay, what I saw there was such a disregard and disdain and just watching people walk by police cruisers as they're carrying their beach chairs going to the beach just the look on their face the 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 side eyes that they were given the cops and everything the i could just see it. It, it it's just brewing it's bubbling it's festering you know and this is with everyday people everybody you know so many people are angry and again not everybody but enough Enough well, people these, are angry. And these protests have happened, have sparked across the country, including at the White House. Right. Oh, yeah. Last night at the White House, I thought they were going to they set up a row of barricades before the fence uh, uh, in front of the White House. Yeah, but that's did, always been. there. Did you see that? Yeah. OK. I haven't been to the White House in 10 years. Oh, so. It's so hard to get to the White House now. Like, well, it, yeah. there's three or four different levels of barricades around the White House now. Well, they the, the protesters were at the last one before the actual. No fence. shit. Yeah. 
So oh, I have to go watch that. I didn't watch any of it last night. And what was happening is the the they they were putting up the barricades, and the protesters every time they put down a barricade, they grabbed them and took off with them. <laughs> you know, and it, they were like doing tug of war. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Oh man, I didn't watch any of this last. Oh yeah, night. and the cops were spraying praying, uh, spraying pepper spray, and the the protesters had pepper spray they were spraying the cops with. Oh. Because they weren't like wearing a pepper gas masks. spray war. And I felt a little bad because I, I got to say, one thing about the Capitol Park police is they're very chill. You know, because they're used to big protests and all that. Yeah. You know, there was one time in, in 2009 I was up there and I was actually uh, climbing up on a terrace on the Capitol building on Congress. And uh, Park Police, uh, you know, <laughs> catches me doing it. He's like, come on, dude. Come on. You got to come down. You, you can't, can't, can't climb up on there. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know? But what I'm saying is it could have been, you know, by the same token, a regular police force seeing me doing that probably would have come with the nightsticks out. They could. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they could have. So anyway, the the point is, is and this is destroyed CNN. And they, they, they destroyed, destroyed CNN. Hold on. Uh, now, cop how much, was, how cop much, was killed in Oakland. Protest. How much did they How much? How much did the CNN destroy? <laughs> if you see the CNN building, all the windows on the front of it are uh, busted out. You know, they have that huge red CNN uh-huh. sculpture in front, yeah. totally graffitied. The whole building is graffitied. Um, they, they didn't start a fire in it or anything, but it's it's pretty busted up. I wonder why. Why did they go after CNN? Just to, because it was just something the to cops were protecting it. So the cops were there for some reason. They decided to protect CNN because people went and protested outside of CNN. OK, yeah. Um, just, you know, hey, we want to get on the news, right? Yeah. And then, of course, the cops showed up and set up barricades, you know, a, a barrier around CNN. So it just in the fighting with the cops, this all happened. CNN was a casualty. Yeah, they were they were kind of a, you know, a a, 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 a collateral damage, so to speak. Now, and also, did President Trump taunt CNN? Oh, he's just that fucking idiot, man. Yeah. Oh, but see, that's the other side of the equation. What you have happening right now is like, and again, I hate people like Jimmy Kimmel. I can't stand that guy. But he was on last night. Um, you just outright saying what an idiot this president is. This guy's horrible. And now people are willing to take it that step further, I think, and just openly criticize everything about government. Whereas, you know, Jimmy Kimmel in the past would have just done that as a joke or, you know, tried to play it off. But now he's just, you know, all gloves off, which, again, fuck Jimmy Kimmel. You know, that guy's a complete, you know, tool. But the point is, is I think this has escalated the just general angst against all government, which is good. I, I tell you, folks, I love the chaos that's happening right now because I know that chaos is necessary for freedom. Yeah. You know, that it's what it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything that is has people challenging government right now is just a wonderful thing. And you think so you because here's the thing. They arrested this guy on Friday, but they still rioted Friday night. Right. So what's going to stop the people from rioting? More is going to happen tonight. That, that's that's what I'm saying. There's nothing that's going to stop it because it was only partially about that. It's really about people just being angry right now and unemployed and just infuriated that they've been locked in their homes for two months. That's what it's about. You know, this is the again, it's 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 only a little bit about police brutality. I mean, it's a big part of it, and that's what it's going to take. You know, that will be a lot of the outcome of the fix of this. But this is just, you know, people being angry. 
And there's a lot of angry people right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of angry people. So, but you don't. But the the anger itself wasn't manifesting in the form of riots until this sparked it. Right. It needed a catalyst. And it needed a catalyst. Yeah. And this was it. Wow. And people were kind of waiting for it. I, I I've sensed this in places I've been. When there's a heavy police presence and a large crowd. It's an uneasy tension, and you can just feel it. It's like a static electricity in in all these places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was it, you could tell it. It's just been waiting for it, and it's been getting worse and worse and worse. And now that you have literally more, the official numbers are 42 million unemployed people. The official U.S. workforce is 160 million people. So one quarter of the entire workforce is unemployed. Now, when you have one in four people who was employed two months ago, now unemployed, you're going to have a lot of really angry people. You know, I'm I'm sorry. Am I boring you? No, I'm just, I'm yawning. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. But I wasn't making any noise. So there was no need to bring it up. Uh, You you could, I could hear you. Whatever. Uh, The the listeners. Nobody. Folks, could you hear that? See, they they all said yes. Everyone listening said they could hear you. you right now. First off, because nobody's no, hearing I it have right a, now. No, I have a special thing on the board. What, that puts it out right away so yes. people can hear it? Yes, it puts it out live. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it, you, all that happens. You, sir, are a liar. Okay, maybe it's the voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All so, right. so did you find out where the uh, uh, any local protests are going to be? No, I didn't. I didn't even. Look I'm gonna have that. a busy day because I also want to run over to the other coast after the show and watch the SpaceX launch. Oh yeah, that's an. That's and then from there, thing. I guess I got to go to Atlanta. I mean, what Floridians? What the fuck's up, man? How how come how come you guys aren't breaking shit and setting things on fire? Um, get with it, man. I'm very disappointed in you, Florida. Uh, you know, let's have a little uh, revolution here, a little rebellion. Let's see if we got some some Florida protests for Floyd here. Yeah. You got anything pulling up? Uh, South Florida. Okay. So if you want to go there, uh, Orlando. Orlando. That's not bad. When uh, today? Uh, I think it was. Well, this was 11 hours ago, so it was yesterday. But it might. It, there may be more tonight. Oh. Tampa rallies plan to protest. Oh, oh, over you go. Here, All right, we go. here we go, Tampa. Good. Let's see what we got here. See if we get some. Adrian's got a place he can go to tonight. Um. So four rallies, uh, four rallies will take place in Tampa Bay this weekend to protest the death of George Floyd at the hand of Minneapolis. So you're looking at, uh, uh, huh? Let's see here. Sunday from five to seven at Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park. Okay. You get something on Sunday. So if you're looking for a little Sunday afternoon protesting, you got that there. Um, is there any outside a police station? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> those are the ones I want. I don't. Uh, Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Boston Market in the corner of 56th Street and Fowler Avenue in Temple Terrace as uh, part of the National Alliance Against Racist and Political Repressions call for national action. So that looks like it's a start there. Um, so I think that so you got a couple different ones. Yeah. So. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Um Sunday, hold on, Tampa for justice, I can't breathe, justice for George Floyd, solidarity with Minneapolis, March TPD District 3 to headquarters. There we go. Sunday, May 31st at noon. Okay, that's the one I'm in, tomorrow at noon. Here's the thing, though, this is the part that always makes it funny, with a little thing that says, wear mask. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm bringing a gas mask. Well, you might as well. Oh, by the way, in the in the Hong Kong protests, 
there is a new thing that's being used in order to combat the tear gas. Umbrellas? No. Hmm. Blowers. Oh, yeah, that's smart. That's a smart move. Yeah. That's a really smart move. I would bring a blower with you, Adrian, just in case. I don't have an electric blower. I'd need a, or a, a gas blower. I, I'd need just a get really a battery long, operated one. I'd, I'd need a really long extension cord. We'll get a battery operated one. <laughs> hey, excuse me, officer. Is there somewhere I can plug in this blower to blow the tear gas back so at you? So if you are looking to go out there, though, you have the march going on at the Tampa, Tampa PD District 3 2 headquarters. Yeah. I like that one. So that's the one you need to go to. Yeah. If you're looking to go to one. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> that that's code for shit gonna go down. Well, no, no. That's no no no. Oh, seriously? Yeah. You think all those protesters are wearing masks because they're worried about COVID? Yeah, because for the coronavirus. Yeah. It's not because of the gas. It's It's not because of the gas or to hide their identity? No. No, It it couldn't be about that. Yeah. No. (laughs) So I did want to bring something up. And again, this is just a little small portion of of anything. So it's nothing. But this was, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it was Wednesday or Thursday. And I was doing Uber Eats at night. It was not at night, though. It was still like maybe four o'clock or whatever. And I was at McDonald's and I tried to go inside McDonald's, but every McDonald's got different rules and this one wouldn't let you inside. So I parked the car, big long line for around the around the drive through. And so I parked the car. I go try to go inside. I can't get inside. I get back out. Now, as I'm getting going to get in line, there's this truck that basically look. Here's the thing. I would say within the gray area, they cut me off. But in all reality, he was allowed to do this. He just, he shouldn't have. He should have waited for me so I could go in front of him. But what, what, why? Because I was already in the process of backing up. And then he came in behind me. You'd have to see how the thing was set okay, up. Okay. All right. So you were already pulling out and he came around a corner and just went around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Which he shouldn't have done. So sounds I, like he had the right of way, though, uh, in a parking lot. I think if you're already if you're the person that's backing up in a parking lot, I think you have the right of way at that point. Once you get so far, no, technically you don't. Uh, OK, well, at any rate. So I stop, though, and I wait and I'm looking at the vehicle. Now, here's the thing. I got glasses on. So I'm just looking at the vehicle. The guy that's in the car rolls his windows down and is a black guy. And he goes, is there a problem? And I'm like. I said, yeah, I'm trying to get in line to get food. Well, you just went inside. I'm like, no, no, they won't let you inside. I'm just in line trying to get food. Now, the incident ended from there. But I just thought it was funny that the guy rolled his window down. I was like, do you have a problem? Like, All right, let's let's play this out. I actually think black people are more on edge. So, um so you were backing out of the spot. This guy was driving through the parking lot. He's supposed to, for some, whatever reason, supposed to yield to you because you decided to back out regardless of him coming. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Hang on. No, 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 no. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Go ahead. When I started backing up, he was not there. Okay. There's not a lot of room. He, I mean, once you make the turn, then you're right there. Okay. Still, it's not a good parking lot. Still, he had the right of way. The vehicle backing out always has to yield to the traffic flowing through. Mm. Okay. All right. So he had the right away. So, um, however, you expected in for whatever type of white privilege you have going on in your brain. Jesus Christ! You expected the black man to stop because. Well, here's the thing. At the time, I didn't were, know what I didn't know what co- you, I didn't know what color he was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're. Zeno, I didn't equate the I okay. didn't equate the brown truck with being black on the inside. Your your Zeno privilege. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> 
(laughs) as a white male. Oh, my God. Because you know that you are the, you know, top of the food chain. So you pull out. I mean, yeah. Okay. And then wait a second. So after this guy actually completely exercises his rights, but fails to yield to your superior white privilege, um, (laughs) you stare him down. Well, hold on. He didn't know I was staring him okay, down. Okay, but you were staring him down because I, I know the, you. I was staring the vehicle down. You were staring him down. No, I didn't see him. Look, where I'm at, I'm at this guy's five o'clock. I, here's the thing. I'm in his blind spot, if you want right. my honest take on it. Right. I'm in the blind spot. Like, you can't even see me unless you you got you to gotta move around in your vehicle in order to do that. And I'm just sitting there waiting to get through because I'm like, ah, I fucking can't believe I got to sit in this fucking line. Like, I can remember saying that. I was, I was like, ah, fucking guy cut me off, whatever. But like I, I wasn't even that uh, irked about it. Right. But as soon as he, w- when he rolled down his window, he was like, do we have a problem here? I, I wanted to be like, and again, all I did was just answer the question. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get in line. But I, but I had it. I definitely had a, a uh, an attitude about it when I said it. Like when I said it, I was bad because I'm like, I got to sit in this whole fucking line for this whole fucking time. For- so he asked you if, if we had a problem and you said, you getting up at you with me, boy. No, I did not say that. Oh, that's not what you said? I thought no, that's what I you said. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. So. We about to have a problem here, boy. <laughs> you ain't from around here, is you? So, so did I, but you were, I'm sure you were thinking throwdown, right? I was thinking that I, very quickly into this conversation back and forth. My first thought was this guy's looking for a problem. Right. Like he's looking for. Why is this white guy freaking? Yeah, well, in all all joking aside, and even though the little racism was fun, obviously there was no racism involved here. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's on edge, and that just kind of goes to my point. You know, no, you I, were on edge. He was on edge. You well, know I'm always I'm on edge, though. You're yeah, that's true. You're kind of a walking on edge. You know. Yeah, like I'm so on edge. You all have, time. you have you have definitely. If anything, a, a, I'm actually calmer now. That is kind of true. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, kind of at a time frame when everybody else is more on edge. I'm calmer. Well, that's just your contrarian nature. So I said a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah, you would know. You would know a little bit about that, wouldn't you? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's on edge, and I'm just happy. Happy as a clam. This is great. Yeah. You know, this is, it's a good start, if nothing else. Well, know. and that's the thing. So, do you? Th- so, do you think that these? You think these protests are going to continue? Oh yeah, yeah. I think we'll see more tonight. Um, I think what's the difference tonight is, is you know how the cops have just been backing off and letting it happen. Yeah. They're going to stop doing that. That's tonight. Okay. That's ten, or this weekend. Well, because here's the thing. There's a cop that has died. Right. There's a police station that's been burnt down. Right. And now two. they're burnt. Ter, two police stations that have been burnt down. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the uh, second precinct actually got burnt down or not, but they had uh, they surrounded it and they they did fire started. They started a fire. I don't know if it burned down or not. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, tonight, I think, is where law enforcement pushes back. And the little Saturday night special. Yeah. This weekend. I I don't know exactly when it'll happen, but do you think anybody's gonna be playing Elton John Saturday nights? All right for fighting during it. I'm pretty sure. No, that won't be happening. I really wish they would. Like, I really (laughs) wish you would have like, like loudspeakers. Maybe you should rent a helicopter like in apocalypse now and just fly over doing Saturday nights. All right for fighting because I don't know why, but it seems totally appropriate that Elton John should be playing during a riot. Where the hell does that come from, dude? I mean, it's it's a good song. Or you could play Saturday Night Special. Yeah, that I don't think that really works either. I'm hoping it does. I, I would prefer like maybe a gimme shelter type of thing. Eh, yeah. Eh. But that, that would be much better. But yeah, so I, I think what happens tonight or this weekend is um, that 
the police push back and either they're successful and they shut down these riots or it becomes very violent and it, it, then it escalates even more. Um, so, and I hate to say this, I really hate to say this, but I hope it escalates because if they push back and win, it's just going to prove to them that, oh, well, that's what we need. We just need more strength. You know, we just need to be tougher. You know, we just need more power. The The problem is, is that we don't have enough cops and we don't have enough equipment and we're not forceful enough. So what, what, what needs to happen is the people need to, to be victorious this weekend, because if they're not, it's, they're going to double down on the police state. They really will. And if, if the people are victorious, they're going to back off and say, you know what? We pushed the people too far. And that's what's at stake right now. I, I mean, I don't think people really understand <clears throat> how this event um, is going to shape the next decade or two of this country. You know, this is the, the things that are unraveling right now are going to shape the next generation's future. And either the next generation is going to either way, we're going to be in an economic dystopia. But the question is whether we live in a police state or we live in a situation where there's a lot more mutual respect. Yeah. And, and that's what's at stake. And I, I hope the people win. And, and, and that's how I see this. I don't see this as thugs looting. I see this as the people pushing back against state authority and attempting to rebalance the power. Even, even though you would freely admit that their oh, cho- choosing of targets and their method in which doing this is not correct either. I don't, say, you, I don't think you can say there. Because there is no there. There is no, this is a bunch of angry people. And when you get a bunch of angry okay. people, different people are going to do different things. You use the word they with angry people. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is there's no cohesion. There's no leadership per se. You know, there's no one plan. It's a. It's thousands of different people all with different ideas of what they need to be doing. And some of them are going to be. I mean, you do have you do have some groups that are out there that are trying to lead these things, and you do have some organizations out there that are trying to. It's not really happening, though. You see what I'm saying? It's it's it's. There's no real. It's chaos. It's the literal definition of chaos is what you have happening. So when somebody you know breaks into a, a shop and go and loots a place. You can't say, well, see, that's what the whole thing is about. No, it's not. There were a few people doing that when, you know, uh, by the same token, when people are burning down a police station, you can't say that, oh, yeah, see those guys, looters, they were actually really, you know, here about uh, police brutality. There's a there's like I said, everyone in that crowd has a different motivation. Do you think there's any Ajahn provocateurs there? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. In fact, uh, there's there's a little bit of evidence and I haven't vetted it that. Um, that two nights ago, it might have been a Minneapolis police officer that actually started the AutoZone fire. Really? Yeah. I, again, it's it's what I've seen. If it's if it's actual true evidence, and I don't know whether it is or not, it's plausible. It's something that is worth looking into deeper. Again, I'm not ready to say yes or no that happened, but there is a little evidence that it might it could have happened. Yeah. So, I gotcha. so the answer is yes. Here's the thing. There is no one thing that's happening right now. There's a thousand different things happening. But the overall um, 
the overall outcome, regardless of how it happens, the result is going to be either the people have more power or the state has more power. Yeah. And I'm rooting for the people to have more power. Okay. And that's really the bottom line. So it doesn't matter what the people are doing. I'm looking at what the outcome of this is going to be. I got you. So just because you don't you, you don't you don't advocate for the violence, but sometimes you think the violence is necessary. Yes. And yeah. right now is one of those times. I, I, I do believe that the, right now the violence is necessary. But the, but you're viewing the violence in some ways as a, as a defensive tactic. No, no. I'm viewing it as a force of nature. This is a it, couldn't a force of nature be a defensive tactic. Aren't those two things? Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. No, no. But when you say defensive tactic, it's like someone is planning like something. A response, to a, a a a natural response. a natural response. Yes, to the violence that has been perpetrated upon people, to the power that the state has exercised over people in in multiple forms. Yes, whether that be police killing a black man. Or that be the government shutting down a business and taking away jobs, you know, or even telling you you can't go to church. Yeah. You know, it's it's a response to all that. Yeah. It's you pushed me. I push back. It's it's physics. It's forces of nature. And there has to be a balance because it's 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 been I in, in my view, it's been out of balance for a long time. Yeah. And this is nature. And again. It's humanity's way of rebalancing the power. Humanity's way of rebalancing the power. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, We're actually at the hour. We only got through one <laughs> I subject. Know. We got I know. through one subject. See, in see, the folks, hour. this is why you have to subscribe because I, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of the things that we didn't talk about. Jesus, we Christ. didn't talk about the, the Rona, any of the updates with coronavirus, which are major ones, by the way. Right. We didn't talk about. Anything with China, which oh, with there's major, major, major on. shit going Global on with China. stuff going on with right. China. We didn't talk about <laughs> about Trump uh, dating Giselle Maxwell. No, not, not Trump, Clinton. Or Clinton. Okay, I can't tell the two apart. Um, <laughs> Joe Jorgensen winning the LP presidential nomination. Right. Or the Supreme Court ruling that governments can shut down churches and the First Amendment be damned. <laughs> I, I, how how do they even do that? But folks, those are some of the things that the, are that we're going to talk about in the second hour. So if you'd like to hear more, please go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up. You only got to sign up for a couple, like two bucks a month. Okay, yeah, well, it's two bucks. It's two dollars. What are you going to do, huh? It's two bucks. Just sign up already. Right. I, do, I it. Know. do it. I, do it. it. Do it. it. Do it. It's crazy if you do don't. it. Do it. So you got any music handy? Because I don't. I I can't do it remember you're the one that does that hold on and as a matter of fact i had it, it i was asked here. you before the show I, even I, started i did i had to it. have the music ready well and i see that you didn't have the music hang ready on I've, I've because got, you suck i've got to tell people because you suck so bad oh there it is I did oh there it. you go okay i got to tell people what happened real quick my computer my main computer my main system that i use Your main for boy which is like a, a massive almost supercomputer type of thing um it actually blew up and when i say blew up i don't mean that in the figurative sense it like went pow <laughs> and burned and smoked and capacitors were like shooting foam all over the place it was really nasty so i had to juggle a lot of computers so i'm still in in rebuilding mode this week uh, but uh, so a little chaos in my office as well but here comes the outro we we got it now there we go okay it's the end of the world as we know it 
more appropriate this week than usual. Yes. But it does seem like 2020 is like the season finale, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah.